0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the Source Law Podcast. My name is Joseph Sorcy. I'm a personal injury attorney here on Long Island with the firm Bregoli Associates. We specialize in automobile accidents, trip slip and fall accidents, construction accidents, and dog bite cases. So the purpose of this podcast is to give you, the viewer, some insight as to what goes on before and after a claim occurs. Uh, I'm going to be taking you through the whole process of what to do before an accident happens and what to do after an accident happens, and to give you a behind-the-scenes look as to what we do as personal injury attorneys for you, our clients. So the very first episode, I'm going to focus more on motor vehicle accidents because that's the most common type of accident an individual may be involved in in the course of their life. And in doing that, I'm going to be talking about what's important, for you and your family before an accident occurs. And that is insurance, right? What kind of insurance is the best for you to have to protect yourselves and your loved ones? And I have with uh, me here today a copy of a declaration page and I highlighted some parts of it that I feel are important that you should look at when you get home and see if you have the correct and right insurance to protect you in the event of an accident. All right, guys, so the first thing we're gonna talk about is how to protect you and your family before an accident occurs, and that involves insurance. Do you have the right insurance? Do you have enough insurance to cover yourself in the event of an accident? So I'm going to talk about a couple different types of insurance that I think you should have uh, significant limits for to make sure you're protected. So the very first thing you generally see on a declaration page is automobile liability insurance. Now, what does that mean? If you hit somebody in a motor vehicle accident in the state of New York, the minimal limit is $25,000. I would recommend as a homeowner to have a minimal amount of $250,000. Uh, that way, God forbid, you cause an accident. Someone could come after you, potentially go after your assets. You want to make sure you're well insured to protect what you own. And that is the liability insurance amount. Um, so I think 250000 is sufficient. And if your limits are that high, it gives you an opportunity to match on what's called a supplementary, underinsured, uninsured motorist limit. And that protects you if some idiot with minimal limits injures you in a car accident. New York State has a minimal uh, insurance policy uh, amount of $25,000. That's all you need to have to drive a car in the state. Um, In my experience as a personal injury attorney, $25,000 is certainly not enough to compensate most of our clients in the event they get involved in an accident. This uninsured motorist coverage allows you to potentially collect from the negligent vehicle uh, up to $25,000 if they are minimally insured, and then go after your own insurance to collect an additional amount of money to make sure you're well compensated. The, the way the insurance companies work is they'll allow you to match your liability insurance with your underinsured motorist coverage to make sure you're fully protected. Another thing that I think is important is collision insurance, right? So that means if, if you have an accident and it's an accident that happens at a stoplight or a stop sign and it's a he said, she said type of accident, If the other insurance company denies the claim, you're gonna be out of luck if you don't have collision coverage. Uh, I would make sure your auto collision coverage is up to the actual cash value of your car. That way, in the event of an accident, your car will get repaired. Worst case scenario, if it's totaled, it'll be completely replaced and you'll be covered. That's the worst case scenario we deal with a lot in personal injury is it's an accident at an intersection. The other car that caused the accident denies it. Their insurance company has to back them up. And in essence, they deny the claim and our client doesn't get their car fixed if they don't have collision coverage. So that's something that's very important. And again, it should be the amount that covers the value of your car. Another thing that's important that goes with that is rental coverage, right? So you want to be able to, God forbid you have an accident, you have a rental policy in place that you cover it in my opinion, at least $50 a day for 30 days. You could get more than that. You could get less than that. But in my experience, $50 is enough to cover kind of a midsize sedan um, to make sure that you have a vehicle at least for that 30-day window after an accident if you need it. And lastly, but certainly one of the other most important things is called personal injury protection benefits. So in New York State, when you get a motor vehicle, whether you lease it or own it, uh, and you insure it in the state, the personal injury protection limits have to be at least $50,000. So that means that, God forbid you're involved in an accident, somebody hits you, you're injured, your car insurance will cover you up to $50,000 regardless of fault, right? So even if you cause an accident, you'll be able to be covered for up to that amount. I recommend increasing that amount with what's called additional personal injury protection. And you can increase those limits to whatever you like. I mean, generally up to 100,000 over the 50 for $150,000 in coverage. In my opinion and my experience, you can never have too much insurance. And generally it's inexpensive to to increase those limits. So in summation and conclusion, most important things to look at in your insurance policy is automobile liability insurance, right? That's the amount of insurance you have if you injure somebody else and cause an accident. Number two, personal injury protection. This is the insurance that comes into play if you're injured in a car accident and it'll cover all your medical bills and lost wages up to $50,000. Um, you can also increase that limit to $100,000, $150,000. Uh, speak to your respective insurance brokers and see what best fits your needs. Third, collision insurance, right? So this is if you're in an accident and the other vehicle is claiming they're not at fault. Their insurance is going to say, we have to believe our driver. Who's gonna, Then you say, who's going to pay for my car damage? Your own insurance will pay your car damage if you have collision coverage. And this is whether you own a vehicle or lease a vehicle. So make sure you're covered up to the actual cash value of what the car is worth God forbid you're in an accident, you could get the car fixed, you get the tow bill covered, you get the storage bill covered from the body shop, and you'll be made whole. Lastly, the other insurance that we just went over is the supplemental uninsured, underinsured motorist coverage. And this insurance will allow you to collect compensation, potentially, if your injuries warrant warranted, from your own insurance if the vehicle that causes the accident, the negligent driver, is uninsured or underinsured. So now we just went through the types of insurance that you should have before an accident occurs, before you even get on the road, whether you lease a vehicle or own a vehicle. Next, I want to talk about what to do after an accident happens to make sure you make the right decisions, you protect yourself and you protect your loved ones. I was in an accident myself about three weeks ago. Uh, some other guy blows a red light, slams into my rear passenger side. Uh, my car loses control, spins around, slams into the divider, airbags went off. Uh, my One of my wheels was ripped off. Uh, car's destroyed pretty much at the scene. And. I'm in shock. Uh, Thank God uh, I'm okay at the scene. Um, I'm not bleeding or anything. After I kind of come to, uh, I call 911 right away, right? Because we need the police at the scene. Uh, And after that, uh, after I called the police, I told them exactly where I was. I get out of my car. I'm able to, thank God. And I say, where's the other driver? So he's he's right behind me. His, his front end's completely smashed in. But he's there. I go up to him. I, I ask him if he's okay. Uh, next thing I do is I ask him for his information, right? Who's your insurance company? Because in all likelihood, I'd like to put the claim through his insurance company versus my own if I can. You know, you never know what's going to happen. So I, I take photos of his vehicle. I take videos at the scene. I take a photo of him in case he claims he wasn't driving the car at the accident. Right? People do that all the time. Uh, it wasn't me. Uh, you know, someone must have taken my car. Uh, so you want to make sure that you have photos of the scene, photos of the driver. If there's multiple cars involved, take photos of every vehicle involved and every driver involved and every passenger in everybody's car. That way the story stays the same canvas the area. Uh, In my accident, there were no witnesses around, Uh, but if there are witnesses around, if it's a more residential area, maybe commercial area where there's some stores, uh, if there's someone there that says they saw what happened, get their information, right? Get a phone number, get uh, an email address, get a a personal address if they're willing to give it to you, make sure you get their full name, Uh, jot it down, save it in your phone, whatever it is, because odds are the other guy or gal is going to say, oh, it wasn't my fault, right? So It's better to get somebody at the scene that's going to back your story up, right? You just want the truth. What happened? I think a witness is very important. If you could get one, if you could get more than one, get more than one. In addition to that, now, right, everyone's got a ring camera or a ring surveillance system or something else. So if you're in a residential area, I would say, if there's a couple of houses nearby, go door to door and say, hey, listen, can you please check if, if your surveillance system or your ring doorbell captured the accident? And in my experience, a lot of times people are more than willing to, to help you out, right? Because you, you did nothing wrong. Uh, you just want get, to get to the bottom of what happened. So um, if they're willing to give it to you, uh, if, if they're not able to give you the actual footage somehow, you could take a, a video of it using your phone. Same thing if you're like in a commercial area, right? Where like a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks, he has to see a manager, especially if there's a surveillance camera outside. Can I please see the surveillance from the accident? Um, And a lot of times they'll say, sure, no problem. I can't give you the disc, but if you want to take a video of it using your cell phone, you could take a video of of the surveillance at the scene. When the police arrive obviously tell them exactly what happened. Um, If you are banged up, you don't feel well, you're sore, you're in shock, whatever it is, the police will almost always offer you an ambulance, right? So if you want to go to a hospital and you think you need it, go to a hospital, right? It it can't hurt to get checked out. Um, And if you don't feel like going to a hospital, but you are banged up, I would say at the very minimum, go to an urgent care, city MD, um, somewhere near your house, just to get checked out by a medical professional. Most importantly, after all that's done, don't call your insurance company, call an attorney. um, Just to make sure that you're protected in your claim, whether it's your property damage claim or potential personal injury claim, you want to make sure you know what to say to the insurance company. Or if you want to retain an attorney, the attorney will do all the work for you. You won't even have to speak to anybody but your attorney because the insurance company even if it's your own insurance company, is not looking out for your best interest. Call an attorney, whether it's me or somebody else, uh, protect yourself, and then you don't have to deal with the insurance companies at all, right? The attorney will deal, cover your, help you with your property damage, uh, help you if you need it, an injury attorney, uh, help you with the, the personal injury portion of it, and they'll walk you through the whole process to make it stress-free that's what I would recommend to do at the scene of an accident. I think that's the best way to protect yourself and protect your claim. And I think that would be the best route to go uh, to make sure you you're, you're got it in the right direction. Thank you for joining me on the first episode of the Source Law Podcast. I hope I gave you some insight as to what to do before an accident occurs and after an accident occurs to protect you and your loved ones. I want to leave you with this. Cover your assets because nobody else is going to do it for you. Thank you and see you on the next episode.